Hi, you're listening to 48 Minutes, and this is Tim Kittrow from NBA Jam. Ooh, boom, shakalaka. You wanted to come with it, done it, we got it with punishment. Young is discovered that fucking is the one we come to win. Others in love with the front of this family that's running it. Long as the public is coming, then we keep them loving it. to 48 Minutes, Episode 2. I am one of your hosts, Alex Derrickson, joined this week by Tim Daniel. Hey. You are not matching my enthusiasm. Hey! There it is. And guess what? For the first time in what feels like forever, no, we're not just singing Frozen songs. We are joined by the other third of us, Sean Mackey. What's up, man? Yeah, this is the first time we've all been together for four weeks. I know. What? It's been crazy, man. Life, ha- life happens, Life man. happens. Life, like Jeff Goldblum, life finds a way. Yes. Right. Chaos theory in a podcast, but this podcast is 48 minutes. It does post each and every week on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. And if you like what you hear and you would like to hear with your eyes, you can go to 48minutesnetwork.com. Check out all the goods and goodies and funny stuff we have waiting for you. Housekeeping, Core Stormers off last week, should be returning soon if I am not mistaken. Uh, we hope everybody has had a pleasant holiday season thus far. Uh, probably in about no, I think I think Christmas will will pass us like like a sort of Passover, uh, and we shouldn't miss an episode this holiday season like we did th- with Thanksgiving. But uh, before we get into it, uh, this episode's going to be kind of weird. This is basically the week where a whole lot has happened, but really nothing of consequence has happened. So it's <laughs> it's a uh, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a, a topical grab bag of sorts. So I'm sure this one will take approximately what are we a minute and a half into this? Probably three minutes before it goes off the rails entirely. But uh, <laughs> I would say two and a half. Okay, you you are less optimistic than I. You're not matching my enthusiasm. You're not. I don't. Tim, I don't like this. I don't need We are off. You you are on thin-ish ice. Thin-ish ice. Thin-ish ice. Because I I am probably on thinner ice. (laughs) As I haven't really kept up with the leak in the last two weeks. Uh, so it's gonna be a lot of a lot of me playing catch up today. We've got we got a handful of stuff. The the balls are in the news. Uh, Houston's doing well. We we got a new segment we're gonna debut that we, we've discussed, but I don't know if you guys are fully on, on page with it, so I'm just going to roll that one out when you all least expect it. Spoiler so, alert, jeez. <laughs> hey, yeah. you know, no, it's not spoilers, it's clickbait. Oh. oh. That's, what we, that's what we call spoilers now. Right. It's a new segment, and you won't believe what it is, but you're going to have to listen till the end for it. <laughs> so, let's get right into it. Let's just talk about a couple of balls. Mm-hmm. Do we have to? Just uh, just a couple? Just 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 two. Now, we're not going to talk about the superfluous third adult ball, but uh, well, I guess we kind of have to because this is linked to him. Uh, so we, we, we have we have many times over during, during the year and a half we've been doing this show between 48 Minutes and, and Corner 3. We have discussed and hypothesized ways to circumvent the one-and-done rule in, in the NCAA. 
And I'm sure if this will get touched on at Court Stormers too, which you can also find on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play or 48MinutesNetwork.com. Like, subscribe, share. Uh, he, LeVar, my, my, good, my good friend, LeVar Ball, uh, has, has extracted his children, uh, LaMelo from La, La High School and LaMichael from <laughs> La UCLA. And Leangelo, yeah. God, I, why? I, why do this? Licorice Whips. That's, that's, his, that's, his, new, that's his new son's name. Licorice, his licorice Whips Ball. Whi- licorice Whips Ball. <laughs> L- L- licorice Whips Ball has been removed from UCLA. He is also and, known as Steph Curry. Oh, sure. Of course. Of course. Uh, and has been moved. Uh, they, they have now signed to a professional team out in Lithuania. Uh, Giannis Valanciunas said that this would be a good opportunity for them. They'll get the professional experience that they need. They'll circumvent the one-and-done rule as they will ostensibly be one year removed from high school uh, for both of them now, not just the one I for, the, the forgotten one. Uh, <laughs> so they kind of have this weird habit of, of just popping up and staying relevant. Like, like I talked about in that article I wrote, like it's this battle for relevancy and a fight to stay relevant. What's your guys' take on this? Because really, they're only doing what we've said every college player should do. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're doing it in a way where they are the Kardashian family of sports. And How dare you? The Kardashians are wonderful people. We keep up with them here. <laughs> you mean your wife does? Yes. She updated us on Tristan Thompson last year. No, yeah, that's true. As our, as our NBA reality TV liaison. Who, who are they? Who are they dating this year? Who I think. Cares? I think. I think it's still Double T Burger. I haven't really kept up with it. Okay. Well, you should. You should really start keeping up with the Kardashians. I should not. <laughs> but that's what the Ball family is to me. I, I don't care. I wish that they could send them all to like Mars. At this point, uh, they can keep Lonzo. Lonzo's fine because he doesn't talk. He just hates on the best rapper alive, and that's not cool. But um, Drake. I, uh, I, 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 I'm sure... Let that one pass over. Yeah, I'm sure uh, by my, my voice and my thoughts that so you can tell, I am just so tired of hearing anything about them. Do I think it's cool that they're going to do this and go overseas? Sure. I hope they stay there forever. Uh, <laughs> but, um, I, I honestly, like, this... I don't think either of them really have a great NBA chance after this. I don't think that anyone's going to do this. And the Lakers already do it, have started a rule where guests of team members can't have interviews after games. And the front office has already <laughs> taught him to tone it down. So, yeah, it's, things are going great, aren't they? Oh, my God. So, yeah, he's already made, you know, they had to talk to him about his comments with about Luke Walton and everything. Uh, they have, was basically the, the LeVar Ball rule, in effect, where you can't, uh, where they won't interview guests after a game, which I, why isn't that already a rule? Like, I they don't... said they said it already was. Okay, that's they said that it was already it was already a rule, but they're like kind of they're just now enforcing it. They're enforcing it. Now, okay, exactly. got it. So, yeah, I'm kind of with you, Tim. Where I kind of hope that they just maybe not not necessarily stay over there, but maybe come back over here, not do well, then go back over there. Uh, I I think the hmm. Historically, the success rate of a young player in high school or college venturing overseas, a la Brandon Jennings, has not entirely panned out well for someone's draft stock. So, Terrence Ferguson. Okay, there, yeah, there's another one. So I don't know. 
long term, if this is the smart idea, I understand what he's trying to do, and I understand that it keeps them in the news. But uh, long term, I don't, I don't think this is going to bode well for them. Oh, I completely agree. Yeah, I think, uh, I think this is going to be a uh, a complete disaster for 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 that family. But you never know. I hope I, it is. I don't, I don't, I don't know if it will be. I mean. They get paid, and... They they do. They do. I mean, like like you said, you know, we've been talking about this for a long time, about players just going overseas, or... I wish they'd play in, like, the G League, like, because they can do that as well, from what I understand, so... LaMelo cannot. LaMelo cannot play? No. Why why is that? Because he still doesn't have a high school diploma. Mm. Oh, well, that's his own problem, Mm. so... Well... He's gonna. That's the thing. So, okay. First of all, he needs to get that taken care of ASAP. <laughs> well, he uh, kind of did this thing now where he's gonna go to Lithuania to play basketball. Well, you know, I I think that, if that it'd be funny. I wish that the NBA would have a rule where they wouldn't be able to play if they didn't have a high school diploma. Shouldn't that be a rule? Is yeah. that instituted? Yeah. Because most of them have to go to college, right? So it would, it like, would basically be the Bryce Harper rule because when he was in high school, he knew he was gonna be the first pick in the baseball draft. So he dropped out, did like a homeschool to get his GED, went to JUCO, so he can get drafted number one overall. Hey, you gotta do what you gotta he, do, man. Hey, Br- Bryce Harper was a genius for doing and that. And he's a so. god. He's amazing. He's, right. He, he is absolutely amazing. I completely agree. He's now, so- I know this is a basketball podcast, but because the winter meetings are heating up here, no pun intended, Tim, has there been a better rookie, like, number one draft pick pan-out combo than Bryce Harper and Steven Strasburg? Um... No, not that I can think of. Maybe what the Astros have going on right now. I just I feel guys. like baseball players when they're like, "Oh, this guy is number one." They don't always like. I think that has the highest fail rate. Yeah, you're right. It does. So um, it's just and to answer but... your question from earlier, it was nine minutes before we went off the rails. So we, oh. we were both wrong. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just keep this train moving on some sort of rails here, uh, Houston. Has won now. I believe it's eleven straight. They're on. Uh, they're on ten. We're, we're, ten. We're we're getting a, a lot of runs this year. A lot of streaks. You had Aren't Boston we? with theirs. Yeah. Cleveland has theirs going or had theirs going until Boston the, had one. Yeah. The Bo- Boston had the one so far. Cleveland has had theirs, just falling just short of Boston's. Houston's on one, and it's all teams basically minus the Warriors when we were kind of picking like one of the four best teams. Oh, Tim's here. Uh, <laughs> uh, when we've been picking, you know, the teams that we think were going to be the most successful this year and everything, it's been funny that like three of them have already shown incredibly hot streaks like to start the season off. And... Uh, I need to I need to double check this. I didn't get a chance to before we started this, but I think I read that Houston has not lost a game Chris Paul has played in. I think you're right because he played the home opener. I mean, he played the season opener, mm-hmm. and then he was out for a while, and he's been back for every game in this ten game win streak. So yes, I do think you're correct there. Which is insane because I mean, like that is like when we talk about missing pieces, like clearly that's been the one. And it's been, you know, just kind of contingent on his health and everything. But holy shit, Houston is very much as advertised. Alex, you called this. You have I, a hashtag Alex is right so far. So so far. Like, we can't... Let's not... Yes. Let's not scream but to the heavens about I think they're the team Earth that can do it. Because I think that their guard play 
matched up really well. Obviously, when you have Harden and Chris Paul, you're not going to lose a lot of games. But they have a center that we all love very much on this show. Mm-hmm. Very, very much. And mm-hmm. I don't think the Warriors have a center that can play with that center. The, yeah. No. Well, I mean, he could step on his leg. Oh, it probably will happen. Don't yeah. don't doubt it. Right. No, I mean, yeah, I've been very impressed with with what Capella's been putting up in his production, you know, this year. I think he's one of those dudes that I know I said uh Nirkic was my pick for most improved or whatever, it is a guy who's gonna pick up where he left off. I mean Capella has not missed a step. It's it's gonna be interesting though at the end of the season, because, I mean, they they you know, he's gonna have to be extended and if they wanna stay in this LeBron race, I mean, I, I, we'll get there. Let's not get too too far into. <laughs> I, oh, all right, all right, yeah. all right. You know, you know, I had to go there. I, I know, so. but you're gonna all get right. you personally are gonna get some time on this one. I'm sure, gonna, I'm gonna sure, let I'm gonna sure. let you sure, marinate continu- in this. Con- continue but onward. Just kind of focus in on what Houston and you know D'Antoni and Daryl Morey's been doing with this organization and everything. It's just from, and we talked about this with when we had uh, Nick Canizales on for our Rocket Season previews, they're past these poison pill deals with your Omer Sheiks where they're making these ridiculous, like, third-year options to almost, like, tank any team from picking up their player in a qualifying offer. <clears throat> we're we're kind of past that point with them now, and we're starting to really see them reaping, you know, what they've sown, and uh, in a positive light. What's well, going to be really fun... Is going to hmm. be in those games in that in that playoff series because we know that the play that series is probably going to happen more than likely barring oh yes you know, barring yeah. injury injury um, of any kind bar, barring Spurs is right. right yeah especially <laughs> Kawhi being back um, yeah it's going to be really fun when we get into situations where the Warriors put out like McCall Curry and Clay and the Rockets return that with Eric Gordon Chris Paul and James Harden yeah and, I mean, and it's going to be awesome I can't yeah. wait for it I I love me a good old fashioned shootout. And that's what I love seeing Houston. But, I mean, to have two prolific facilitators like they have with Paul and Harden with, you know, Harden's ability to score and Paul's ability to really, you know, pull up and shoot. But you're getting to see – this is the best Chris Paul we've seen, I think, since the uh, Byron Scott pick-and-roll Hornets. And this is the Chris Paul – this is a much more mature version of that Chris Paul. I think this was the Chris Paul that he has been destined to become. This is Cliff but, Paul. Yeah. And it's it's just really exciting to see because I was such a huge fan of his back in the, the no OKC Hornets days. And it's 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 good. I'm, I'm excited to see Houston doing well. I, I would like to see a little bit more, you know, just talking about like superpower teams, seeing a bit more out of Oklahoma. Uh, and then Golden State's going to do Golden State things. But kind of moving from Houston to staying in the West here, staying in Texas, a little man, a little, <clears throat> a little young boy, possibly a robot, has returned to San Antonio, to the Spurs, one of a 48 minutes favorite, as it were. Kawhi Leonard is back. Yes, sir. And it is our party, and we will Kawhi if we want to. That should be my fantasy basketball team name. I'm really about that now. That's 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 perfect. Yeah, we have to keep that one. <laughs> All right, <laughs> just keep that one in house. Uh, so, how are you feeling? Does this does this do anything for you? I mean, granted, if this dude's like a perennial, you know, top five Stud. MVP play, yeah, yeah, sure. But 
quarter into the season, seeing what we've seen from the Spurs, throwing him back into the mix, what what does this do for you guys? It's fucking huge, man. It is fucking huge because it's the West. We're already seeing, you know, how good it is. Um, but for realsies, we're gonna have how the West was won, and that's not a pun intended for my end on this. That's just a really bad joke. Um, <laughs> that's what puns are, man. Yeah, I mean, you gotta think about. We knew what the, we knew the three best teams were in the West. And we thought Oklahoma City would be the fourth, which right now they're not. But it, you know, very well could happen. Right now, it's Minnesota actually, who we all thought would be pretty high up there as well. Mm, yeah. But coming I mean, together, that gap between Houston, Golden State, and San Antonio right now is a whopping three and a half games, and you're getting the claw back, who is probably, I mean, I'd say, because I think he's better than Steph. I know people are going to shoot me for that. Um, I don't know if he's better than Harden or he's probably the third best player in the West, behind Harden and Durant. Um, and so that's a huge thing for San Antonio with how well they've played. Because LaMarcus Aldridge has been really good for them. I know people don't want to say that, but it's true. And obviously Manu Ginobili still hits budget beating shots like he did against the Celtics last week. Because he'll do that when he's 70. But uh, getting Kawhi back, getting your best player back on a team that's already competing in the run. And Popovich getting his guy. It's huge. Um, I can't wait to see. I know they lost last night in his first game back. when he was, But he's on a little bit of a minute restriction. Uh, but the claw is back. It would be really cool to see it was Chris Paul, but I'm not upset about the Houston thing either. You mentioned it, so I want—I just want to go there for for a minute. I am going to sorely, sorely miss Manu Ginobili when he's not in the league anymore. Same, right? I mean, I I love that man. Yeah, I mean, it feels like he's been playing forever. It really does, and I he's gonna be—he's gonna be 57 playing in a rec league, still schooling guys. More than likely, with this bald spot growing ever more prominent. Yeah, it's—he's gonna be just super duper bald at that point. But just his his beard will probably be missing. I I really do hope. <laughs> I, I know Tony Parker's kind of been off and on, you know, this year already, uh, getting some DNP old minutes. But uh, I'm really gonna miss the two of them. Like that just. I know when Tim Duncan retired, it kind of felt like that heart and soul of that Spurs team, like kind of just like left a little bit. But there's still like lingering specters kind of on that roster with with Parker and Ginobili, and just what a just. I hope Popovich kind of goes out with them. I know that probably won't be the case, but I would have loved to have seen you know the three of them and Popovich all retire together. Alex, 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 mm, Alex. Mm, speaking mm. of injury returns, speaking of injury returns. Yes. We just got a, te- a tweet from Sam Amico of Amico Hoops. He's a very big NBA insider guy for those who don't know. And he had this to say. Isaiah Thomas is progressing on schedule and barring any setbacks, the all-star point guard is on track to make a season debut during the Cavaliers' upcoming West Coast road trip. Very nice. Oh, I'm sensing Christmas Day, Isaiah Thomas, to be on the court <laughs> against the Warriors. Yes. Oh, man. Finally. Some, some pretensions. Tim predictions. I, I can't combine those I like words it. together. We'll, 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 we'll workshop it. But uh, that, that'd be major. That'd be good. Yeah, the first game, him playing on Christmas, is... Where are they playing at this year? It's on in Christmas. Golden State. It's, the champion always gets Christmas Day. Okay, so... so okay, so... Man, that's that's gonna be some some serious live action that game. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be so fun. I mean, if you read anyone who's listening, my uh, my top uh, games to watch, pretty much every Christmas game was listed on there. <laughs> I mean, you you are a Christmas NBA fan though. 
same here. Oh, I know, like, man. Is, you that, know, I. The, they're, but they're usually the best matchups, and well, yeah. I. I almost feel like it's sad because you know you got so much going on. You know, if you're you know a real person. Sure. Uh, you know, it's like it's hard sometimes to watch some of these games. I mean, I try to watch as much as I can between you know eating turkey legs and unwrapping things, but. Like more tur- uh, unwrapping more turkey legs. Unwrapping more turkey legs, you know. But uh, you know, I, I'm I'm very excited to. Uh, I'm, I'm excited that the Wolves got a game this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you they know, did last I'm, year. What was it last year? Was it yeah, last year? They last the year, first they, one? they were the Thunder on Christmas Day. That was right. That was right. Man, I'm. This whole year has just flown by. Right. <laughs> so I was happy about that when that happened. So I think you know, and it's it's interesting, like what has progressed into Christmas prime time just the last, like, ten years? Because it's completely different than it was ten years ago. It's it's very fun. Yeah. Uh, Christmas NBA is great. I I think they're missing an opportunity. I, I understand why they don't. I get it. I think the tide is shifting. And I want to stand here. And I want to just make this proclamation right now. In a calm, collected, yet enthusiastic manner. Adam Silver, you son of a bitch, where are our Thanksgiving games? <laughs> you know, you I did know, not think that was the angle you were going I, I don't, I don't care about Detroit Lions. I don't care about the Dallas Cowboys. I want <laughs> some fucking... NBA basketball with my Thanksgiving meal. I want to lay on my back, put mashed potatoes on my belly like an otter, and I want to just consume all of the meal with all of the basketball. Please start making this happen. No one gives a shit about the concussion-a-thon that happens the... Dude! What? Did you see what Kareem Abdul-Jabbar said yesterday? I, I didn't. Yep. Remember last week when Sean and I had that discussion about how the NBA is a way better product than the No Fun League? Mm-hmm. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was unquoted by saying, because Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is a prophet. He's a prophet, everyone. A prophet. That the NBA is now passing the NFL as the league of the future. Oh, sure. God They're, love uh... Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I mean, I think the NBA's seen a 32% rating spike this year as well. Yep. So it's... The tide is turning, but the the issue is I think there's still too many missed markets in the NBA. Like, there's still... The NFL has, like, cities the NBA doesn't, and I think it's hard to... It's hard to pull people, I think, especially places like, you know, where we are, that are so ingratiated into the NCAA and into the college game to get them to kind of turn their heads and go like, hey, look at this really pretty thing we have. And like, hey, like, turn away from what you're normally watching and and check this out. I, I have been trying for the better part of, I can officially say, decades now to get people to watch NBA basketball. And it's, it is a pain in the ass here. And yeah, and yeah I, nobody, nobody likes it. No. Nobody. It's weird. They, they like specific players, but if I were to go to them and be like, hey, how many points per game are they averaging? They're like, how many games they play? And it's like, never mind. But it's, it's a situation where the NFL just manages to kind of score the markets that the NBA doesn't, you know, doesn't have. And like I said, I, I think the issue with that is 
most people in this area, especially like the Midwest, you know, like, you know, you, Indiana has the Pacers and everything like that. But I just think the markets that the NBA aren't in are far too ingratiated into college sports. Yeah, it's true. I mean, Louisville's definitely on the list for expansion, um, which I think would be a really good NBA city. Yeah, and they've got the Yum Center. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's not just saying that because it's an hour north, an hour south of us by any means. No. I mean, but, it makes sense. Um, we'd we'd yeah, be okay yeah. with a team in Cincinnati, too. We'd be cool with that. No, because here's the problem is I keep mentioning this is they would play at U.S. Bank Arena, and the last time I walked by U.S. Bank Arena, no. I found a dead bird missing its head. <laughs> and no, RC Cola no. was still being served. N- no, Mon- no. Monday, I, I, Monday Night Raw came to U.S. Bank Arena, and they almost set the arena on fire because of the outdated pyro. Like, or yeah, the outdated, you know. I hear you, I hear you, but if they were going to do that, I think that would finally be, like, the one thing that would spur them, because, you know, they're, aren't they, aren't they redoing U.S. Bank soon? Is that, is that actually happening? The it, what's going on is Cincinnati won a bid for regionals for the NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament for 2022. Okay. Okay. If they can remodel U.S. Bank Arena. Mm. Seems like a lot of work to get done by 2022. Yeah, especially when we're so hyped up on our flash in a pan soccer, fixi- you know, soccer fucking fixation that we have. Oh right my now. god! Right, right. That just came so, out. Of- Someone's just like, I like these colors, scarfs. I mean, have you seen the bar that's over in Covington, over in Main Street? Yeah, Strauss? dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's completely decked out, and the colors. I'm like, what if that team pulls out of town? Right? You'd have to repaint your building. <laughs> Or... It's like it's like when when Tomb Raider the ride closed at Paramount's <laughs> Kings Island and became the crypt, you know. And then after it became the crypt, it just closed, and now it's Madame <laughs> Alexander's wax museum during Halloween. I don't know what it is. So I mean, it's, and it's... our national listeners have no idea what we're talking about. I I know I know. Hashtag Cincinnati. Right. I mean, it's just the city's on fire, but. <laughs> No, I, I like. I just think that that's going to be eventually what's going to. The NBA can't afford to expand right now. I, I, I genuinely believe that they they do not have the funds or, or the capacity to expand because I think that's going to create more issues in scheduling. They're still trying to figure out how to do eighty two games with you know the teams that they have uh, without you know, trying to without killing the players. Uh, it's there's a lot of things I think they need to sort out with 82 games and 30 teams before they start trying to either fold teams or relocate teams or anything like that. Uh, I, I would love it. I would love for the NBA to become America's mainstream professional sports organization, and you can see them making those attempts. You know, like like how I mentioned a couple of weeks ago with them trying to get into the esports and focus in on maybe trying to attract like those players and you know those people that like that market that isn't watching necessarily but knows of the game and could get into it tangentially through the e league. I the effort is being put there, but. I think we're still a way off. You know, we're still 5, 10, 15 years away, I think. And even then, it could come back around to where NASCAR is the most popular sport again. Take that back right now. It happened in the late 90s. I know. Everything was back. weird, and everybody wanted to be stone cold. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's not wrong. I remember no, that. <laughs> he's not wrong at all. Everybody's crotch-chopping the principal. Especially, especially after Jordan retired in 98. Like, that was it. Everyone's like, well, if I can't get Jordan, it's Jeff Gordon. Man, like... 24, what? not 23. <laughs> One better sounds the same. But it's just... It's... 
the like I said, the effort is being made, but I'm afraid that cyclically we could see, you know, it still get passed up because it's just taking almost too long to get that market. But it's it's there and I, I think a lot of other things there's to be like a confluence of things to occur before this before it starts becoming I almost want to say taken seriously throughout the country. But I think it is to an extent, but when players are still, when like star players are bouncing around team to team right now, I think it's hard for people to really, you know, hang their hat on someone specific or some, or a specific team. So we'll see. Like I said, the effort's there. I want it to happen. Adam Silver, I know you're listening, you bald son of a bitch. Give me my Thanksgiving games. You beautiful, beautiful bald son of a bitch. Yeah, you seem like a good dude. We should maybe get, I don't fucking, what do you drink, water? We should get water sometime. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah, me and Adam Silver just sitting down. Like, so that water you're drinking, <laughs> when's the team coming to Louisville? <laughs> That's exactly how the conversation would start. Probably. I have no social skills. But uh, just kind of moving on from that, it is time for the new segment of the show called the LeBroomer Mill because apparently every week Sean has a new team he hears LeBron's going towards. (laughs) So, Sean, purveyor of the LeBroomer Mill, where's he going and why? Where's he going this week? Uh, I don't know. I mean, we... What the no? We, we we talked a little bit about it before, so uh, I mean, this week it's obviously the Rockets. I don't I don't know a better place for him to go at this point besides the Rockets, unless uh, things don't work out here on OK, in OKC for for Paul George, and you know he does decide to go to the Lakers and they team up because that would still be fun. I'm not going to deny. I I still want to see LeBron Lonzo. Paul George and Kyle Kuzma on a team together because oh my god that would be so fun. But mm-hmm. would it be would it be as fun as Chris Paul, this new rejuvenated Chris Paul, the Chris Paul that you spoke of, that's the older version of the New Orleans Chris Paul, with the MVP James Harden and LeBron on a, on on one squad together, Eric Gordon coming off the bench just hitting threes left and right. Is is this what's going to happen next year? No. <laughs> no? You don't think so? I mean, Dwight went there. We never thought that Dwight was going to leave L.A. And he's like, well, I'm going to the Rockets, y'all. So Yeah, and now he's... He I know, went, I, know, to I, know. Atlanta, I know. I know, I know. I know, I know, I know. But, like, that was out of nowhere. I mean, it's possible. And he loves Chris Paul, and he has not played with him yet. I think he would much rather play with Chris Paul than Carmelo Anthony right now at this point. Well, no shit, who wouldn't? But. I know exactly. Well, I mean, I know, but he, but they're still buddies, though. You know what I mean? If we were all really good at basketball, I would want to play with you guys. If you guys were shipped off to Minnesota and played in the late two thousands or early two thousands, you know, with them, and then then the team got really bad, and then you were out there on your own, you know, hanging out, you know, like Wally Zerbiak did for a little while. Whoa. <laughs> so I mean, I mean. Why are people still discounting the possibility he could stay? I don't understand. Oh, he's, Wally Zerbiak? Because he uh, retired, oh, man. Oh, oh, no, no. I, I, I completely think that that's probably... The, that's still, the, I think, the most likely scenario right now. Um, but it's because yeah, it's he's left once before. Well, He's yes. left once before, 
And and if you know, especially, I think he's definitely gone if they win another title this year. I think he's like, you know what? That's cool. If I don't have to win anymore, I'm I'm the second or or first best player ever. So, you know, it's like he doesn't really have much to prove if he wins another title in Cleveland this year against these the, super uh, teams. He's gonna pull the Matthew Dellavedova and leave after the title. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll compare yes. it. We'll compare it to that. He goes to we'll he goes to Matthew Mellon. He, I, I bet he'll also go to Cedar Point, ride a bunch of roller coasters by himself, take some pictures, and then go. Well, I'm leaving, going to Milwaukee, y'all. <laughs> yeah. Um, the only reason I think that, like you know, like you said, a lot of people keep seeing the discounts because they talk about L.A. You know, Philly is a team we've mentioned on here because they're going to have a lot of cap space. Um, Houston obviously makes a ton of sense for all the things you mentioned, Sean. But this is still a team that has a lot of these guys they have currently they're winning with under control for a couple more years. Guys like Kevin Love, guys like Jay Crowder, Tristan Thompson. And like we said during the offseason, the best thing Kobe Altman did was just ruin Isaiah Thomas's stock to where he can resign mm. for cheaper next year. Right. So that that concludes this scintillated edition of the LeBrumer Mill. <laughs> ne- next 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 week I'll have something else probably. Next week it's the Pacers. It's the Pacers. Oh next God! Week. No, then you're just like, who wants to see him team up with Lance Stevenson? <laughs> Actually, that almost happened last year. Remember the Cavs tried out Lance Stevenson? Their secret handshake is they could handshake and then blow in each other's ears. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Speaking of well, randomness at the Pacers, Billy Hamilton is sitting at courtside right now. There. Hmm. I heard. I heard he might be getting traded. Is that right? Correct. Correct. Okay. Ooh. Where? Where? Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Can, Ooh. can we talk about Indiana? Can we talk about the All Star game? Yeah! yeah, we're going. Yeah. So, well, most Alex, of us probably are. The reason that I am, yeah, your son will be four then. Three, yeah. four, four. Whoa, crazy. Three, yeah, he'll be. He'd be just turning three. Well, that that that's why you put him in a jersey and you just drag him with you. Oh yes. Buy him a <laughs> No, no, it's going to be a Jermaine O'Neal, you know, because we're going to Indy, guys. Um, Alex, I, you know, what I thought was interesting about this, yeah, I thought you especially would, would appreciate Remember how forever we've talked about how we thought Indy should get WrestleMania at Lucas Oil? Yeah, it makes sense. This would be, like, the perfect way for, like, WWE to see this and be like, holy shit, they dominated when they had this. And for all the NKU parents that now follow us, if they listen to our show, we're sorry for our curse words, but it's just how we are. Um... But I think that I thought that this would be a cool thing for that case. But it's nice that like because Chicago's getting it, I think, twenty nineteen. Indy's getting it twenty twenty one. I don't know when Cleveland's going to get it again. But the Midwest is getting all star games, y'all. Yeah, no, it's it's exciting. I'm I'm thrilled to have it this close. You know, in a few years, uh, we recently, you know, we had the MLB All Star Game just a couple years ago, one, one or two years ago. I can't keep it was awesome. Yeah, and so I mean that was cool to see. Uh, I think the NBA All Star Game coming to to Banker's Life is great. I I love that arena. Like I I genuinely it's a it's a wonderful arena. It really is. It's like, very they, nice. It's one of the better ones I've been to. Like that arena crew is great. Their their floor their floor crew is great. Like the production team is super great. Uh, I really I don't know why I keep saying great. And it's it's a nice downtown. Yeah, no, I a, I really it's a, dig it's, it. It's very cool. I, I really like Indianapolis. Yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of it. I'm a proponent of them, you know, getting it. I would love to see, you know, big picture stuff coming to Lucas Oil and things like that too. Uh, 
But no, it's it'll be cool. It'll it'll be cool to see what is ostensibly our back door in terms of the NBA having the dunk contest and like the three point shootout and the things that you know we grew up watching. That. Yeah, man. They they get the whole weekend. That that's it'll all just, I've been thinking they about. Just get to game. I'm like I'm not even thinking about the game. I'm like I get to see the dunk <laughs> contest in person. This is gonna be so fun. I gotta go. I'll be almost forty then. But who cares? Yeah, what you wait your whole life for. I missed the home run derby in Cincinnati. The best part Did of the you? weekend. Did uh, you? Yeah. So like I was like I can make up for it by going to this. So is it gonna be a situation where like since I'm 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 certain the two of you will like for sure be going. Uh, what if it's like, oh, hey, you need to get Pacers season tickets in 2020. I'll go on StubHub and pay, like, $600 for the day. Jesus. Sean, what would you... That seems like like a lot of money. If it required you to get Pacers season tickets the year before, would you still go? Probably, because Pacers season tickets are, like, $400. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean... you know, if they were a little bit closer, if they were an hour as opposed to two hours, I wouldn't even have a problem buying season tickets for that. Sure. Honestly, that would be fine, because you're not going to use them all year, but, you know, you can go to a few games, you'd get your money's worth out of them. Um, but, uh, you know, I, if who knows, man, they might get really good again, you know, and have another yeah. weird spurt by then, and the season tickets might go up, so you never know. Yeah, I mean, they they have the, the talent there. We're seeing it, you know, kind of starting up with Oladipo season and things like that. Uh, I think dude's the front runner for most improved right now. Uh, oh, that's not even yeah, close. I mean, You're 100% right. The, 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 Easy. Yeah, the Pacers are, they're looking good. It's coming together, and... It's nice to see Nate McMillan still kind of doing well in this league. Is that your impressing? Is that what you're doing here? Uh, yeah, I could go with that. I was, I was, and before we got into that, I was anecdotally going to tell you guys that uh, the the place in which I work for is my new employer. In, I know uh, is is based in 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 an NBA city, and uh, <laughs> they are giving away. You literally just have to be like, yes, I want them. Uh, you can get two free tickets to watch the Wolves play the Suns this weekend. <laughs> By basically just being like, yeah, I'll take two tickets. And like, Here you go! Can we go to Paisley Park? Oh, God. Like, I, I saw that and it's like, win two free tickets! And I'm like, okay, how do I win two free tickets to see the Wolves take on the Suns? And it's like, leave a comment! And you wow. win! I'm like, that is, that, that, that's not a contest! <laughs> you know, that's one city I've never been to that I, I still really want to go to. Same. Minneapolis? To Minneapolis, yes. yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty cool. I mean, it's been a solid, like, <laughs> fucking 15 years since I've been, but... When, I, I know, when, your, your, tri- your trip was a little different. It was, but when I went, they st- I don't know if this is still the case, if someone's in Minnesota, leave us a five-star review and let me know if you still don't have an income, or a sales tax. Texas doesn't have one. What's that? Texas doesn't have a sales tax. It was just weird to like go to the Mall of America and be like, how much is that shirt? And they're like, $58 even. And I'm like, okay, wizard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh. so yeah, going back a few steps. I, I will definitely go with Oladipo and the Pacers for, for who is impressing me. Uh, dude's been on a roll. I mean, we saw them take down the, uh, the Cavs win streak, which I... <laughs> At any point, a win streak can end. So for me to be like, the Pacers did it, I'm just like, cool. Like, a team was going to do it. It just happened to be them. And, I mean, they're playing incredibly well. McMillan seems to have kind of 
found his his bearings again since uh Portland since like his like one good year in Portland year and a half uh so yeah prop, props to the Pacers uh really good month for them uh with Oladipo really seeming like a huge get after the the George trade uh the All-Star game and and their current you know little like shifting tide they're on props props to the whole city of Indianapolis they they get my impressing this week all it took was Larry Bird stepping down. Well, who knew? Who knew? I was originally going to go with Kenneth Fareed, but uh, you you got me on a good one there. <laughs> I mean, you can still go with that. You're not too uh, limited to Uno. Yeah, no, I try to I try to keep it to one. You know, it's it's Fair. the it's the who or what. Uh, in terms of depressing, I mean, we're we're seeing we're still seeing the Trailblazers kind of slump a little. Uh, five in a row they've lost now. They're only seven and eight. They're seven and eight at home. That's really sad. Uh, six and five on the road. Eight and seven against their own conference. They're still in the sixth seed, so like that's all well and good. But right now they're sitting thirteen and thirteen, and uh, four and six in their last ten. So we'll see if this is a a free fall or if maybe they they might stabilize down the road. But uh, Portland is is starting to slip a little. So they're they're getting uh. They're getting yield. I, I said I was going to make this a regular thing, so I'm just going to might as well get this going. All right, didn't work. Shame. There we go. So, nice. Portland gets the shame bell this week once I get it operational. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tim, what's got you? What's got you up? What's got you down this week? Mine is both are the same team. So this is going to be interesting. You have created a paradox. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> My impressing is Boogie, because we have not talked enough about how awesome he has been this year. Oh my god. So the center position, as we know, guys, is kind of feeling like it's getting that David Robinson, Hakeem Olajuwon, Shaquille O'Neal feel, Patrick Ewing feel again. Maybe not as talented. Actually, it might be. But... Mm, that was a once in a... That was generational talent, man. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But I think... You know, right now, Boogie might be the guy leading that way, man. I know that's saying a lot with guys like Joel and being Carl Anthony Towns doing what they're doing. But Boogie has been so good this year. And he mm-hmm. continues to impress, you know. And he's on a team that is not very good. Where it's him and one other guy hoping to God they can win the game for him every night. So, but um, I, I'm really impressed with, with Marcus Cousins. I know there's a lot of talk about him being traded because there is every year. Because he just can't be on good teams. But... He has shot the three well, as well as he ever has in his career. He is still a great rebounder. He's still scoring. And he's actually playing, like, consistent effort on defense. So props to Boogie on what he's doing this year. Uh, I still think, you know, when we talk about the best center of the game, he's a guy that's still got to be on your list as maybe one or two. Um, depressing. I'm going to go with the rest of the Pelicans because what exactly is that team? We don't know. Um, <laughs> what is a pelican? Yes, um, that baby voodoo mascot thing that's frightening as hell is there still? But um, other than Anthony Davis and him, I know Rajon Rondo had a triple double the other night where he had like eighteen assists. Drew Holiday's played pretty well, but this team is so weird. They're fourteen and fourteen. I don't think they know if they want to win or not because they're kind of on the fence right now. They're the seventh spot in the West, but I think that they're a team that could really be better. And that's not saying go get, you know, Paul George and he'll be better. That's not what I'm saying in that case. I'm saying they're a team of what they have currently. If they can pick up maybe another 
couple wing players that could really get some minutes in there that could be consistent contributors. They really could be a team that jumps into that five or six spot in the West and maybe even win 43, 44 games this year. But granted, if this is all falling apart by February, we guys, we all know what's going to happen. Boogie once begin once again be traded. Maybe this time it won't be during the All Star game though because of that new role. But then he'll get to be an all time great player on whatever team he ends up on in two K nineteen. That's right. Always. <laughs> Forever. Two games, thirty games doesn't matter. <laughs> all right, Sean, bring us home with what's uh, what's exciting you. What's D exciting you? I am. Uh, I'm excited about Brandon. I'm excited about Brandon Ingram this season. Uh, he's played very well. Uh, he's actually kind of turned the point. He's kind of become one of the Lakers' better players this year. I think he's really fun to watch uh, over the last few games. He's averaged just like 16 points, but he's had a few 20-point outbursts. Um, last night's game that he played wasn't very good. But besides that one, I mean, he's averaging solid stats just across the board. Um, you know, he's, he's picking up a lot of rebounds, uh, he's shooting well, uh, you know, above, typically above, uh, 600, so, I mean, he's, uh, not, sorry, not 600, uh, 400. Um, <laughs> Whoa. so I'm like, yeah, he, this guy can't miss, but, uh, he's, uh, I mean, he's just been really decent this season, and I know, like, all eyes are on Lonzo right now, whether he has a good game or a bad game. Also, a guy that I, I think, I, I'm not judging him at all right now. You know, until the end of the season, I think. I think he's. I mean, he's had a few triple doubles already this season. I think people have wrote him off a lot because of his parents and all that. So, um, but Brandon Ingram has 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 grown a lot just in one year. So I'm I'm really excited about what what he's been doing. Uh, depressing. I'm just gonna go uh, with uh, uh, the Clippers and uh, right. Gallin- Gallinari. Man, mm. God, can that guy just get on the mm. court and play some basketball? Mm. You know, I, I just, every time I see him, I get, like, a thing coming up on my phone, and it's like, oh, he's not going to play. Because he's on your fantasy team? No, he's not. He's one of the <laughs> he's one of the few injured people who does not, <laughs> doesn't reside on my fantasy team. Everyone else, though, does. Steph Curry, D'Angelo Russell, some rando sinners that you don't even know. Wait, I would say sinners or sinners? Sinners. Oh. Sinners. They're all sinners. They're all sinners, you know. I can give you Milos Teodosich to add to that since we're talking about the Clippers if you want yeah, I just uh, Tim Sean's fantasy is his team actually being healthy. But dumb tis continue. I'm sorry, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I I haven't been. A, they're they're gonna spiral this year. They're gonna trade DeAndre Jordan. They will bottom out. And it, you know, it might be fun to have the sucky Clippers back again. Yes, in a will. while. What a waste of making your, like of a team having their name being after a very elegant looking ship. <laughs> Man, oh, you know, you know, I just, you know, I think we're just we're gonna we're gonna see that team just sink down to their their Corey Maggette days again. They'll find some new Corey Maggette, some new Sean Livingston to have some gruesome knee injury. Dude, God, dude, 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 I cannot, I cannot wait to be watching like the 2022 NBA draft and someone being like, the guy's ceiling is at least Corey Maggette, and the Clippers be like, we have to. <laughs> It's that time. I was I was actually before we 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 got on online here. Uh, I was playing as the uh, historic all time Clippers team on on NBA Two K, just because I was kind of curious about who was on that team. And 
I'm I'm always surprised to see how many new players are on each team because like the past is just really it's forgotten very quickly. But I mean, I'm like looking at this this roster and I'm like, Corey McGetty's starting on this team? Did Darius what? Miles make that team? I don't th- I don't think they they he got his rights one of the, for the game. Actually, they did. I can't remember what team he's on, but he's on one of the. Is he is he on one of them? Maybe he is on there. It I might didn't be the see Blazers. Him, I was just saying not... the Blazers makes the most sense. Yeah, I, yeah, because he was he was a my team player for the Blazers last year. How so many iterations of Karan Butler round out that roster? I don't know, but Carlos Boozer finally got added to the game. Oh wow! No way! Are you serious? Yeah, he's on the um the the, the cla- not the all time Bulls team, but the Derrick Rose Classic team. Okay, he should at least be moved to the all-time jazz team, too. Oh my god, yeah, why is he not on that? They did not get his place here. I am so excited that he's on the game. I, I'm As soon as we're done, I'm going to get on there just so I can... I can just, lo- get, just just get him on the court and punch a ref in the nuts. Gotta, gotta get some sweet swin- spin moves in, you know? And just, you know, maybe he'll oddly walk over to the ball and feel it before the ref gets it. <laughs> You know, maybe they'll add that to the game if they really want to get... That's cool that they added him, though. I, I love that 2K, if they don't get the rights to someone, if they can get him mid-season, they still throw him on. Was it Steve Nash last year? Like, all of a sudden, there's like six was of Steve... him? Yeah. yeah. You'll say, well, and a few years ago, it was Julius Irving. I was, like, I was like, how do you have a 76ers team without this? But then again, there's a Suns team that doesn't have Charles Barkley, or, you know, the, the, the Pistons team feels really, really empty without Rasheed Wallace. Mm-hmm. You know, or, you know, of course, uh, 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 Reggie Miller on, on the Pacers. That's just, yeah. that's so preposterous. And mm-hmm. no, in no game should Jermaine O'Neal be playing power forward and spreading the floor. <laughs> that guy can't shoot outside of the free throw line at all. All he does is rebound and, and punch people in Detroit. <laughs> That's his. That's his superpower. <laughs> superpower. Oh, <laughs> and I think on that note. <laughs> yep. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Forty Eight Minutes, Episode Twenty Two. Thank you, as always, for listening. If you like what you hear, subscribe to us on iTunes or your podcast service of choice. Leave us a real nice review. Share us with those that also you want to share us with. Uh, man, guys, it's been fun. Yeah. Thank you, Tim. Yep. Thank you, Sean. As always, heal Hayward and happy holidays.